What is going on, Tiki Camp? I'm your host, PK. And before we get started, I just wanted to thank the people who helped to put together this excellent Sarah Fuller episode. For my family who supported me with the idea of doing the podcast. And to my many friends who I sent uh, these unreleased versions of the episode that you guys don't really see to sort of like perfect my craft and try to put some quality work on the table. So thanks to everyone who helped out and thank you for listening today. And with that being said, let's get to the story of Sarah Fuller. When I first heard that Sarah Fuller would be given the opportunity to start as a kicker for the Vanderbilt Commodores against the Missouri Tigers, I originally had a negative perception about the issue. And the context behind that is that Vanderbilt is known to be a mess in terms of football programs. They lost all nine of their games this year. Their head coach, Derek Mason, had a 27-55 record there as a coach. And the game before he was fired, Fuller was a starting kicker for the team. Now, when the story's put in that fashion, it can make it seem like Fuller was used as a sympathy tactic to save the coach's job. But that isn't true, and there's a lot more to Fuller's story and her breaking the boundary than a simple accident happening for her to do so. Her story begins with when she was a goalkeeper at Vanderbilt. She was originally recruited to play soccer. But in high school, football coaches would ask her to try out for their teams because she had a strong leg. But she would end up sticking with soccer. As a freshman for Vanderbilt, she would sit out due to a broken foot. So she didn't play any games at all that season. And she'd probably be thinking, you know, one year of injuries... We still have three, three more years to redeem ourselves and to perform better, right? Except that in her sophomore year, back injuries would cause her to sit out for the whole season as well. And so in her two seasons, Sarah Fuller played the first two seasons of her college career. She played zero games. That's, that's both heartbreaking and I'm at least inferring that as time would pass on from her freshman year to the end of her sophomore year, the idea of quitting would grow bigger day by day because if she's not able to contribute to her team, if she's far behind the other players on the team when it comes to contributing in games and helping her team win, that that would not be good for her at all. But she managed to persevere through it. 
In her junior year, she got limited playing time, even though she was the third goalkeeper on the depth chart. She only played two games, but two games is definitely better than what she had in her first two years as a collegiate player. So there's a little bit of a boost of confidence. But in her senior year, Vanderbilt started out one and two, and Sarah Fuller got the opportunity to start in the fourth game of that season. And under all of her starts, Vanderbilt would finish with a 7-2 record. So they would finish with basically an 8-4 record under for that season. Her stats for that season, 28 total saves, 75.5 save percentage, and a 0.97 goals against average, which would lead the SEC and was the 8th best in Vanderbilt history in a single season. These are great statistics for being able to rally your team to a 7-2 record. She led the SEC in goals against average, which is a huge stat in the, sport, the game of soccer. Because the team was able to win games under Fuller, they would qualify for the SEC tournament. In the quarterfinals of the game, Fuller recorded a rare goalkeeper assist after booting a free kick that almost traveled the length of the field, which would ultimately lead Vanderbilt to win 4-2 against Tennessee. Just a really cool moment. A goalkeeper assist on a free kick. That ball had to travel at least 70 yards into the penalty box for the person to score. And in the championship in the SEC championship game against Arkansas, Fuller had three saves, which would help the number seven seed Commodores win three to one and they would claim their first SEC tournament title since 1994. So you've already had someone who's been hurt for two years, someone who's had to stay on the bench for another year. And now after she gets to start in her fourth game, she rallies her team, gets a 7-2 record, she wins the SEC title for Vanderbilt for the first time in 26 years. But it doesn't end there. The day after winning the SEC championship, Sarah Fuller gets an opportunity to try out for the Vanderbilt football team. She tries out and she's picked as the starting kicker against Missouri. And the reason behind this is because one of the kickers on the team got COVID and because of the other kickers being deemed close contacts, none of them were able to play in the game. And so with that, against Missouri, Sarah Fuller became the first woman to play in a Power 5 football game and the third woman ever to play 
in the FBS division. We would see her take the field for the first time against Missouri. But unfortunately, we didn't get to see any field goals. There was one play where Fuller was on the field, and it was a squib kick. And it was sort of a, an infamous or famous part of sports history where she kicked the ball like 30 yards. But like 30 yards is not a big deal for a kickoff. However, despite that, for her to suit up in a week and be able to take on kicking duties in a football game, it's no easy task. Kickers especially are put under a microscope for everything that they do. So it's like very easy to criticize and ridicule kickers, but it's very difficult to be in their shoes when it comes to performance. After that kick, Sarah Fuller was named as SEC Co-Special Teams Player of the Week. I just wanted to emphasize Co-Special Teams Player of the Week. That, that means that whoever had a great special teams game in the SEC, they got their credit. It's not... <laughs> people sort of like saw her getting the SEC Special Teams Player of the Week as sort of like a feminist plot but to clarify the award was a co-special teams player of the week so it wasn't a feminist plot for her to be able to step on a football field and contribute the way that she did after the game the interim coach would deem her as the kicker who would kick for shorter field goals as a starter for Vanderbilt would struggle at those spots specifically Luckily, we would get another game of Fuller playing, and this time she would be able to hit two extra points against Tennessee. And those those moments sort of like gave me a flashback to two moments particularly in sports history. One of them was the Battle of the Sexes, where Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs. And the other one was Moni Davis pitching a shutout in the 2015 World Series. And so both of these are huge moments where women are shown to be cap capable of playing on a similar level of competition as men. And the I idea is that um, football is not really gender segregated. Baseball isn't really either. There's like women's softball, but even when Billie Jean King being beat Bobby Riggs, it, it kind of showed that while it was significantly harder for women to play up to men, it is possible, and that's ultimately what matters. Unfortunately, we would not see Sarah Fuller suit up for another football game. But she announced that she will be playing for the North, North Texas women's soccer team 
while she's going to be studying for her master's in hospital administration. <coughs> I thought that was really cool considering what happened with COVID and how many hospital staff had to suffer because of it. It's very cool of Fuller to give herself for the well-being of other people and I find that to be a very like heart-touching way for her to like move on and do great things in the world. To like wrap up the story, there are a couple points that I like took from what Fuller did that I thought that should be made apparent with everyone else. The first point is if there's a chance to achieve what you want, just do it. Remember that the window is never closed. And ultimately, just give it a shot even if you think that door might be closed because it likely, it likely isn't. If you're behind on something, that doesn't mean that you can't do it. You can ultimately do things if you believe in yourself as a person. Fuller's belief in herself ultimately got her to leading her team to an SEC soccer title. The first one in 26 years. So, if you don't think it's possible, believe in yourself and try to work as hard as you can to achieve it. A second point. The world isn't fair, but it's always been about how you handle a given situation. More than anything that shows who you are as a person. Fuller's ability to come back from her injuries and lead Vanderbilt to the SEC title was something that she worked immensely hard for, even when the odds were not in her favor. And also, like, the fact that she was a kicker on the team in short short week's notice for two weeks after winning the SEC championship, I have to imagine that her body is probably exhausted for playing a long soccer season and that there's a ton of fatigue involved. So for her to suit up the way that she did in the football game and kick that kickoff and make those two extra points... It ultimately shows who she was as a person, who is what that is hardworking, resilient, and inspiring. And my last point that I will, that I took from the story is that people will underrate Fuller's work as a as a collegiate kicker. The most powerful thing that emerged out of this situation was hope. Hope for more women playing in football and hope for the fact that there will be less stigma against women playing in sports, especially in physical ones like football or rugby. And even though two games being played isn't much, it's a great start. And with that, I'll leave you guys with my final statement. And that is that while Sarah Fuller's time as a kicker was pivotal to the future women in sports, 
Her personal story is one that people should know because it was her journey that allowed her to be the first female kicker in Power 5 history. And it made her the right person to step on that football field against Missouri and against Tennessee. Thank you to everyone who listened to the story of Sarah Fuller. It really means a lot to me. Next episode is going to be with Brian Koo, Stanford Mitt, and Decca Eric for president. Thank you. Have a great day.